what you really want you what you really want you really want you really want you what you want you really 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 Probably That's a lot. Right. Probably a lots of people. Probably a lots of people. <laughs> yeah, a couple days ago, went to my parents' house for my dad's birthday. Uh, you know, my niece's birthday is earlier in March, mm-hmm. and I didn't make it to her party. It was a bit crowded. Oh no! Uh, so so I, I didn't want to do that. And now my dad's uh, fully vaccinated. Yeah. Dan, fully this pandemic up. is driving families apart. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> uh, so it it was sort of a joint birthday between my dad and my oh yeah you token up niece. yeah token up with that little baby <laughs> I mean, uh yes yeah Andy I toked up with my little baby niece uh no I did get her a boombox that oh that's great uh has a working microphone uh-huh. attached to it and uh, she did immediately just like. It has some songs programmed in. Apparently, you can also plug in an aux cord and mm-hmm. play whatever you want through there. It's got wheels on the bus on there already, oh. though. So it's got a, it's got a lot of classics. Jam. Yeah, she really loves that one. Uh, and uh, you know, you put that song on, and pretty much immediately, she goes just full. Iggy Pop, Gigi <laughs> Allen, and like sticks the <laughs> mic in her mouth and just uh, <laughs> it was great. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I was very happy with, with that purchase. That's awesome. Amazon.com, folks, a little uh, lesser known spot for <laughs> kids stuff. Really, you can get all sorts of stuff on there it's wild and i think they're i think they're gonna go places used to just be books yep i remember that that website uh but also at my you know this joint birthday celebration we uh yeah so the day before this thing we do our little fry nonsense which we'll get into Mm -hmm. we have all these fries left over yep so I'm asking, what are we going to do with all these fries? Because I'm truly, uh, d- you know, kind of disappointed at all the waste. Tons of fries. It's the thumbnail for the picture. I'm disappointed with all my waste <laughs> after, <laughs> after doing it. Whenever I found out how many fries there were, not to get into it too much this I'm early. I W-A-I-S-T. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I w- I, whenever I found out how many fries there were, I wish he was giving us more fries. <laughs> he gave us like a paltry six fries for every spot. Well, I could use some more fries. We talked about it on the episode, but I was hungry after like a couple oh, hours. Absolutely. I was hungry for protein. I needed something that was actually uh, I filling. I went immediately to Purple Burrito. Mm. I went with that's a place that has fries. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole mess of fries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, my family uh, we met at an elementary school and had Wingstop at the in the park there. Nice and uh. I ate a bunch of fries. Mm-hmm. I ate a bunch of Wingstop fries with the chicken. Yeah. How were those? <laughs> they were not great. Did you not great? Did I think. you rank? Go ahead and rank them. Outer texture. Outer texture. That day, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna go with two on okay. the Wingstop fries that day. Inner texture, maybe a 1.5. Wow. Not much. It was mostly outer with that uh, seasoning. Not a lot on there that day, but I'm still gonna go with the three because you could get a little bit of the sweetness in there with those. Sure. X factor. I mean, I had a F-factor. great time. F-Factor. 
That was genuine the whole time. I kept saying the wrong thing. From the very beginning, you said F factor, and I said X factor, because F slash X factor was your idea. Um, I think I contributed inner texture and outer texture, and you, you had said texture, and I said, let's split it up. I was so happy with F factor, because we went to the lengths of making a scale so that our ratings could actually mean something, mm -hmm. and as a part of the scale, I added a completely meaningless... Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> Variable. Just the first sign that <laughs> things were going to go awry. Oh yeah, the howls are always uh, <laughs> mucking things up. Yeah, I wonder what it would be if we took out the X Factor ratings. <laughs> that would oh, probably, wow. probably be a lot different. It would probably be more accurate. If we, we should do that, if we we could have uh, if we hadn't started this recording already, mm -hmm. and if I was not uh, bent on not editing. Sure. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Well, we do have another episode that we're recording yeah. today. That's right, folks. It's another beautiful day. I got off work early and decided to use that time that I only get once in a... Heck, not even a blue moon. A mm. green moon. A green moon? Yeah, yeah. That comes even less often. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard of that. <laughs> uh, but, of course, I'm spending it. Podcasting. Mm -hmm. Again, double podcast. That you know pales in comparison to the amount of time that you've spent surely putting together podcasts oh, yeah. this week. Uh, just a real nasty edit that must have been. Real bad. Not the worst. Oh, it, it kept me up at night. Mm -hmm. And uh, I woke up at 3.30 and was like, well, I'm just going to do the thing I've been dreading doing. Sure. It did take three hours to put it together, but okay. I, I only had to go back and change one thing because inexplicably... The the ending the ending little theme and mm -hmm. tag played yeah. twice. Yeah. Um that was a mess up on my part that I didn't catch, but you a lot of times even like less less difficult episodes to edit, I'll have to go back and make little changes because I will have just not caught something or something sounds off or weird. And I couldn't possibly let that go out and just <laughs> let it go. <laughs> no, you know? Absolutely not. Anyway, um yeah, that that episode was so much work. Sure, it was not the most amount. Of, it was not. It was not no. the most amount of work I've I've spent on on episodes. I couldn't tell you what that was, and really those early death matches, particularly the the chicken sandwich one. Let's say that was midway through the show. Yeah, that one was probably harder because there were one. more themes, yeah. more people to uh -huh. edit, and you know, this is not a brag at all, but. You and I don't need a lot of editing anymore. Oh, wow. And Andy. other people that come on the show still do <laughs> um, because they haven't done this for 145 weeks running. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> uh, not surprisingly, out of the four hours we spent together in that car, uh, we carved out a nice hour and 50 yeah. minute long episode. Yeah. I mean, we should have just never turned the mics off is what we should have done. Mm. We should have released it full length in its entirety <laughs> with the long pauses yeah. of each other looking at each other's phones. Oh, yeah. Well, that was nice. I was like, I know this guy's my friend because we just could sit here for like 20 minutes and it wasn't weird at all to not interact with each other. Oh, yeah. We just sat there and it was no well, big deal. You know, any it, it really it, it's become a kind of a perverse thing because even before we got in the car, you know, you want to you know, like have fun with your friends. You want to mm -hmm. say fun stuff, but anything you say that's not caught by the mics. Yeah. It's like, we got to save it. We, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I wish I could have normal human conversation with you again. Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, we're going to dinner together after this. Oh, we sure are. I mean, and, and we're going to be silent because we're going to record an episode <laughs> after that. And we can't waste any gold. No, Andy. I can tell you, uh, one of our guests, at least one of our guests I've met and one, one I haven't, uh, but 
we're going to have go have dinner with them after this outside on the patio somewhere. Nice. And uh, I know one of them is able to talk about video games. So at least have one thing to talk about <laughs> that we will not allow ourselves to talk about on the podcast. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Anyway, Andy. Yeah. Let's back up a little bit. Yeah. We got way off track into something we're going to get into later. Sure. But I'm at this birthday party. And yep. We've discussed this before on the show. Um, there's a bit of contention, uh, my family thinks, between uh, what, what kind of food we have on birthdays. So the day before this birthday party, we're in the group chat, mm. and everybody's saying barbecue, which is great because we got all these leftover fries. Make some hamburgers, make some hot dogs, throw the fries in my mom's air fryer because moms have air fryers and you throw them in there and then they crisp them back up and we haven't wasted so many fries. Probably still a good amount of them going to go to waste. Uh, even with that wild pack of howls getting after them. Uh-huh. <laughs> that is what it's like. So I'm expecting barbecue. Ooh, and boy, am I. I got a hankering for it, Andy. Mm-hmm. I gets there. They say it's not barbecue. Chinese food. Oh, And I can't find who has made this decision. My father, whose birthday it is. Yeah. He has he doesn't he doesn't know about the Chinese food. Mm. I mean he's fine with it. We didn't know who made this call. Yeah. Uh the the other the birthday girl, she is two, so she gets no say. Mm-hmm. She uh, wants. Want, I make sure of that. She want mac, please. Yeah. Um. Well, actually, mac and cheese. You know that's not true. She did have a little input. She wanted to eat up her whole foot. Oh yeah, is what she said. She mm-hmm. wanted to like have her whole foot. Um, so is she funny like you and your middle brother are? She she's definitely down to clown. Yeah. Andy. She she's clowning all the time really wants to loves to goof off and likes to entertain was definitely holding court with that boom box anyway yeah chinese food i still don't know who made this call andy but i have a guess because as i've discussed on the show before uh my brothers and i uh say that chinese chef is the preferred birthday chinese food for the family and my mom has it in her head that it's Hong Kong in. Mm. And this is because maybe a decade ago she got us Hong Kong in twice yeah. or something. But it's Chinese chef. Yeah. I'll tell you what, Andy. We had Hong Kong in on Sunday. Oof. So I think my mom called an audible trying to prove a point. Because so we just all had this discussion round the kitchen table nearly two months ago. And her logic was, well, I did it this time. Yeah. So that's what we've always done. That's right. <laughs> I kind of love it. This whole discussion <laughs> had, you know, started because we, we, we were going to try and get some of my family on for a, uh, or for a Chinese chef episode mm-hmm. because of that longstanding tradition. Um, and uh, after the Fry episode, of course, uh, another Howl will never be appearing on the show. So, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you said that. No, I didn't. You said no more howls. Because <laughs> <laughs> you said I'm changing my name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That That's all with the with the birthday story. You change your name to H-O-W-E-L. So you can be like mm-hmm. Superman, how-L. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, that's good, Andy. <laughs> I like that. Thanks. <laughs> I, I think like on my too. Instagram, it's just H-O-W-L. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I, I, I do also like the alias Darn Harnell, which I believe I have <laughs> used on the show before. Darn Harnell. Darn Harnell. I don't know if I've heard that. That's really good. <laughs> I think I might have said it during the live stream episode. Okay. Andy. Yeah. What are we doing here today? I mean, I got some stories to tell, too. Oh, okay. Uh, I uh, hung out with my family last night, and I've talked about my nephews a mm. lot on the show. Yeah, celebrating my dad's birthday. Yeah. We were having a little... I don't know your dad's name. <laughs> I know your mom's <laughs> name. I don't know your dad's name. I think you've said it on the show before, and I don't even remember it. Uh, You know, he he's named after his mom's favorite South Park character. Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Chef yep. Owl. Chef Owl. That's right. No, it's Kenny. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. I yeah. definitely didn't know She's that. She's into the early seasons whenever mm-hmm. that's like the the real <laughs> bit and it's like they killed Kenny. That's what you want to do to do to him. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so she, I don't want to parse out the, the time, logistics the of that. on that. Yeah. What were you doing at your party? <laughs> uh, it wasn't a party. We just have dinner together. Once oh, I know a, that's once a not week. true. Any dinner with the cars is a party. Well, they're loud because there's two little hellions running around. Tim and Charlotte. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm talking about. And my nephews are sweet. Um, no, my my mom wanted to put our the the, the YouTube version of our WF Cody's episode. Oh wow! Up which. Not a lot of views on that. I think the people who wanted to watch mm. that watched it live, which is pretty cool. We should thank people for watching that. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, that was the best setting to watch it in, yeah. too. And this is the truth. The numbers on the viewership went up when our segment nice. went on, which was pretty nice. cool. Yeah, I, it, was, it was really nice to see that. And we had people that are our known associates of Spring Food Mo mm-hmm. chiming in on the chat who hadn't been there previously. <laughs> uh, thanks known for, accomplices. Thanks for showing uh, Springfield, Missouri, that you care about what we do and not what other people do. So. Yeah, it was very heartwarming. <laughs> I, we've, we've discussed how I wasn't happy with that episode. And after watching it live on Twitch, I, I was over yeah. the moon. What a great time. Had more fun on Twitch in the chat while while it was playing than I did actually <laughs> Absolutely. recording it. Oh, and, God, yeah. And it is really funny. So a couple things. We, we, we threw it on. Had to figure out how to get YouTube and my parents' archaic TiVo. Mm-hmm. Okay, we know TiVo still exists. I, yeah. I, I, I had no clue. It does, and apparently, I, I had I had to press a little speaker button. And I was just like, "Come, on, just play YouTube," and it did. It brought YouTube up, <laughs> voice control. Nice. So okay. I couldn't figure out how to do it otherwise. Sure. I searched Spring Food Mo. Just had to go down, look at all the other Spring Foods. Yep. <laughs> That's not true. Did it was you like mean the, it was like a third. Mo? <laughs> no, no. It, YouTube it, doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, owned by Google, it doesn't. Make you doesn't do doesn't make you suggestions. Anyway, um, yeah. So I, I, I you wouldn't want PewDiePie to autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want that to autocorrect. I would not want to know what these suggestions were with those letters. Um, yeah. So we put it on, hmm. and uh, my nephew's pretty captivated because kids love television. Sure. And I was on there, and he does like me, and. Uh, my parents are, uh, we're all laughing, but I find myself laughing at things you are saying that I've heard you say multiple times. <laughs> and my mom, it, as if she was watching like, you know, SNL or anything funny, she was like, how does he come up with that stuff? <laughs> Dan's just so funny. Nothing about me, <laughs> which is fine. It's to be expected. 
Um, he comes up a bit up with it because of me. <laughs> no. He feeds off of me. It's true. No, no, no. I mean, you were you, you were doing your peppercorn thing, and it is very funny. It just kept spinning out and spinning out. <laughs> and I truly, I don't, I can't do that. I can't make up stories and just get sillier and sillier and funnier and funnier as they go. But I just had it was kind of joyful watching my parents enjoy that thing you were doing. I like that a lot. And um, my nephew was just sitting in the recliner. It was very cute. He had the whole recliner to himself. Sure. He figured out how to lean it all the way back. Oh, you know, yeah. he weighs he'll let you know he weighs forty two point eight pounds. Nice. Not big. And uh he he calls me all what kinds of What percentile is he in? I have no idea. No clue. If I ever have a kid, which I don't think I'm going to, yeah. I'd uh, I'm gonna tell them what percentile they're in so they can quote that to people. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so he's always coming up with silly names to call me, usually involving feces at this sure. point. Mr. Butt. Mr. Butt. He doesn't call me that. It's always <laughs> Uncle. Uncle Booty uncle Head. <laughs> That's a, it, bo- he likes booty. That's sure. a good one. Yeah. Uh, uncle Napkin on your head. Mm-hmm. Head is involved often. Does he know about cheeks? Does he ever throw cheeks in there? No, you should teach good. him booty cheeks. That's really good. <laughs> Uncle he, booty cheeks. If he has another like multiplier in there to he, something to spice it up. He did use some language the other day when we were playing around on the playground. It's not like foul language. It's actually clinical language <laughs> that I really enjoyed and could not encourage <laughs> in good conscience, which I'm not going to talk about on the show. But uh, as I was saying, bye. You know, they're getting put in their car seats and whatever. I say, bye, boys. Love you. Have a good, have a good week. Whatever. And my nephew, the older one, goes, bye, Uncle Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's a keeper. You really I are like Uncle that Podcast. One. So I'm Uncle Podcast now. It's uh, you know, it's been said before. Mm-hmm. We we've we've said we're we're America's uncles. We have uh, Springfield's uncles. We're certainly Springfield's uncles. Yeah. I think we can go ahead and broaden that out to be America's uncles and uh, America's uncles. If nothing, you are you are a podcast uncle. Yeah, I believe when we started the show, you were not yet an uncle. Care to reflect upon that? How do you feel about that? Um, I yeah, I, I had never thought about that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I really, I, I really like hanging out with my niece. She's really cool yeah i make her do big kicks at people (laughs) and she'll (laughs) kick things out of their hands and i know i shouldn't encourage that kind of behavior but it's very funny yeah and uh yeah she uh came up sat on the couch next to me and just like kind of sidled up next to me in in a way that just made a, a, a a biological clock inside of me uh awaken yeah uh which i immediately snuffed out thinking about the fact that uh they <laughs> it just all goes away yeah it all goes away so quickly it's insane not you, just everything like everything, everything you yeah. want like yeah you, you want it to all stick around it's, it's very sad childhood it uh is so short like yeah. the last 10 years of my life Virtually nothing's changed. <laughs> Pretty much all suffering. Oh man! <laughs> no, no, yeah, no. I, 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 you know, I've been around when you've experienced some degree of pleasure. I, you know, I, I think I just mean general human yeah. suffering—the suffering of uh, being uh, conscious. Uh, but you know, being a kid, you get to do so much stuff, but you don't get to spend enough time with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like ten years for a kid. That's that's like. You're a baby, and then you're ten. Mm-hmm. I know? mean, I hang out, not hang out, but I uh, 
am around eight and nine-year-olds all the time, and they think that two years ago is ancient history. Yeah, that's um, crazy. They're not wrong either. I mean, I yeah. I mean, uh, I don't. What you're describing right now drives the way that I live. I fill every day with stuff. Sure. And I'm almost physically incapable of relaxing. Uh, I can, from time to time, allow myself that, as long as I write about it and can turn it into a project <laughs> of processing later. But no, yeah, I don't know how we got on. Oh, I do know how we got on this. We were talking about hanging out with your niece. And, sure. Uh, yeah, you're you're right. I, I treasure every moment with those with my nephews. It's it's really wonderful, but they really do truly grow up very fast. And uh, I see them twice a week, and they have learned and often physically grown in that time in ways that are noticeable, <laughs> which is very cool. And you know, everything is just it's it just depends on how you frame it. It can be sad if you want it to be sad. Sure, that can be a really cool thing if you want it to be cool. And it probably just depends on. What your brain, how how your brain chemistry is balanced at the time, mm. uh, is what I think. I think often how I feel is almost totally independent of stimuli. I've had terrible things happen, and remained in a good mood. I've had great things happen when I'm in a bad mood. Still feel bad. Sure, uh, that's not hard and fast, Dan. But uh, that's just me. Everybody's brain's different, I guess. I don't know how we got on this, man. Well, speaking of chemical imbalances, should we go ahead and get more into the Fries? starch madness? Yeah. <laughs> Hmm. I guess we should. I don't know. That's what people come to the show for, right? Is it? <laughs> I I mean, I guess we have some things to say. I, I really, that episode, I think, came out very well. It did. Uh, I do. I, I tried to think of it if it was the worst experience I had had recording the show. And I think it might be. Yeah. But waiting three hours for... Um, where was that shrimp and bayou classic? Yes, that's that the worst. Really, I think that was the worst. Yeah. That was the worst. And that one, yeah. like, we weren't even really recording all that much. Like, we were doing stuff on your phone. At least, if we could have spun our misery into like content, mm -hmm. but then we just like had to come to the mics hot off of being angry and in the sun yeah. all day or whatever. That made for a good episode. At I, least, I think and the I, fry one made for a good episode. No, no, no. they were both good. The actual act of recording that episode was fun, whereas the fry one, I didn't. Uh, it was towards the end, when I thought we were almost done and mm -hmm. that the project had been a success, which it wasn't, yeah. uh, I was in a good mood. <laughs> but it wasn't. I really didn't enjoy most of it. Which I really is, I, yeah. love that we get our mood state recorded every time. Like that episode is full of us stating how we're feeling about the journey. Mm -hmm. um, so you get a lot of ups and downs and you definitely hear us talking about how happy we are, are to almost be done uh -huh. just moments before Zach. Like I, I don't know that he could have understand stood the way I felt whenever he told me that he had stopped at like three random spots. Yeah. Uh, and that, uh, you know, that's just the first of it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, I was a kind of gutted because I was excited at how well it was going. Yeah. Yeah. And in hindsight, I think his decision was really good because one of the places he went, we was not on the list and we made it very high. Oh, it the, was the second place was, and yeah. it absolutely should have been on mm -hmm. the list with, with, with fries. Those good, that, that, that good. good, but that was his, <laughs> it was, 
it was whenever he started calling audibles the the grotto that was planned out beforehand yeah. by him he told us beforehand that he had an extra spot mm-hmm. and that was the grotto okay that he was planning on he start hitting second locations of the same restaurant i didn't mind that <laughs> i did not mind that at all no, i didn't mind it either um yeah, but in, in the moment, and the the results turned out differently as well, mm-hmm. which I I think was interesting. That's what I mean when I said I I don't I didn't mind it. I did mind it in the moment, but once <laughs> I found out what he was doing, I was like, okay, that's an sure. interest. That's a really interesting experiment. And like the black sheep thing, they the seasoning was very different on the same order. Yeah. Like one of them had a ton of pepper, one of them didn't. Yeah, um, and I'm sure that just depends on who's who's preparing them that day. But man, what a bad time! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you get to the end. Um, Really, I I think we I think we only captured like a very s- small glance at like how disappointing it was yeah. that we hadn't gone to college straight. Like I think by the way that it ends, it, it's probably pretty apparent that we were so dejected. But like we we had talked about r- still recording stuff afterwards and yeah. like, getting Zach to record the name mm-hmm. of all the places. And pretty much the moment that was revealed, like it was oh. just over. Yeah. <laughs> um, like I said, in the, in the little epilogue, you called an epilogue uh, in a text to me. And uh, there is like no closure on the episode. <laughs> and I, part of me thinks that I probably should have left, just left it at that. But then there's like, there is no way to, for anyone to, <laughs> know how the rankings <laughs> turned out in order anyway um i think you should have let it end after we stopped recording and not played any outro music <laughs> you should have just that would have been good black. yeah that would have been good <laughs> well like i both had i was i fully empathize empathized with sex situation oh my god so yeah. many places to juggle like <laughs> i don't blame him at all i was also totally furious um, but not at him. I was just so mad because yeah. I, I put a ton of work into that. Yeah. And, you know, again, the amount of texting that you and I did about who to include mm-hmm. and whether we should include College Street, because we had talked about possibly just doing this on a Friday night, yeah. whenever Scully's and Best of Luck would be able to participate. Just the, <laughs> in my mind, and I think I said this in the epilogue. In my mind, it was going to be between Black Sheep and College Street for the top spot Mm -hmm. Um, and just not getting to do what in my mind was either the first or second seed. Sure. It just rendered the whole thing useless, (laughs) which it wasn't because we compared 13 different other places. Like I understand intellectually there wasn't useless, but it just did not serve the purpose that I wanted it to. And I was going to be fine if this didn't happen, but like I was looking forward to elevating the College Street fries to the Pantheon. Um, Oh, yeah. You know, people can see it in the episode title. We're going to talk about them today because we tried them this week again. Sure did. And uh, I don't, I, I, part of me, well, we'll, we'll get into it. We'll get into we it, do it later, whether we think they should or not. But like, y- people didn't see the spreadsheet. The spreadsheet, <laughs> I think, had four, four individual sheets in it. Yeah. And I had come up with numbers for all. I pasted in an auto dial link for all the numbers for these places so they uh-huh. could be called. And again, Zach did not use these. But he had to. We put it on him to come up with a way to do this. Sure. And like the system that worked for him worked for him. Whatever. But like it took a ton of time to put that together as a resource for him to use. Should he want to use it? <laughs> so that was part of it too. You know, so much pre- preparation went into that. And uh, 
it just it didn't it didn't accomplish it wasn't fun i think if it would if it would have been <laughs> yeah, fun that was a big part and then hadn't and then hadn't accomplished what we hoped it would uh, or what i'd hoped it would then it would have been fine but it was neither it didn't do what we wanted it to do and it wasn't fun to do i just didn't factor in how uncomfortable i would be in a car for that amount of time yeah like truly it had my comfort level been a little higher I I I would have a totally different outlook yeah. on the episode, but I would by the end of it, like I was just so uncomfortable. I had to pee so mm-hmm. bad. Uh, there were times where I was like just getting car sick and like yeah. it couldn't like come up with things well, to say. I I was going to do more <laughs> Ronald McDonald and Wendy Williams. I was going to have them coming back <laughs> again and again. But by the time we got to the end of it and I just had to go pee so bad, like, yeah, I, ju- I just couldn't do it. Um, I want to talk about the hardest you've ever had to the worst you've ever had to pee in a second. We should sure. do that. That'd be, that'd be fun because I can remember mine. Um, oh, I got two good stories about that, actually. <laughs> Uh, I was trying to think if we have if I had anything else to say about the fry debacle. Maybe I don't. I don't. I think that's probably it. I don't know that I do. I you know I think it the episode did come out very well. Yeah. No, I think it's a it's a good episode. Yeah. It's fun. It just is ultimately pointless. <laughs> Which everything is anyway. As yeah. we were saying, time keeps moving forward. We're all going to be dust. Uh-huh. So nothing. None of this matters. Mm-hmm. But it's just relative to the amount of work that I put into it at this moment in time, it felt like it mattered when it didn't really. Anyway, Andy, what's the time you've had to pee? <laughs> the worst. Do you do you know yours? Because I have two. I'll talk about. I don't. I don't know that I do. Okay. Uh, mine is sort of a uh, the, the second one I'm going to tell is a really good story, and I think you've heard part of it before. And I, like parts of that story, I tell like separate from that story mm-hmm. also. Um, but the one I the one that was probably the very worst. Oh my god! I absolutely know. Okay, and I was with you. Oh, so oh, okay. Continue. I know that. I remember. <laughs> uh, the one that was the absolute worst. I don't even remember what it, when I drank the liquid that caused it. But I think it, we were the family had driven to Austin maybe to visit my aunt and uncle. This is my parents and my brother on a family road trip. I, I assume I was probably a teenager at the time, something like that. And we were driving through Dallas in rush hour traffic. I'm pretty sure it was a situation. And if this was another major city, it could have been another major city, but I think it was Dallas. Sure. And just being so desperate. And I'd gone from like complaining at like a kid complains, like, can we please pull over? I got to go. Wah, wah, wah. To being like, okay, I was crying wolf before, but now this is serious. Mm-hmm. Like I am having a serious problem. And that's like some of the most extreme discomfort I've ever, I've felt that I remember. Oh, yeah. Okay, tell me yours. I or uh, tell the listeners yours well, since y- I lived through at least part of it. You've already led into it. Uh, y- it it was in Austin. Yeah. Weirdly enough, uh, when we went to South by Southwest, uh, you and I were watching Susie Sweet. What what is the name of the band? Ortiz. Speedy oh, Ortiz. Speedy Ortiz. Yeah. Crazy. I was thinking yeah. Susie Trash. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, I, Speedy Ortiz. I let Sadie Dupois, the singer cut in front of me to use the bathroom before the set so uh i i should have also gone to the bathroom mm-hmm. before the set um because in about the middle of the set i i had to go real bad was it was that the day we were slamming miller fortunes from we 11 a.m on we were i think day? we will i i i feel like it was our it was definitely our last day there um because i i was concerned about uh, getting to the park to p- see the beginning of a childish gambino set yeah. or to see the cool kids actually yes. they were opening for him yeah uh 
Really wanted to see the cool kids. You really wanted to finish the Speedy Ortiz set uh-huh. for good reason. Yeah. Uh, I think Foil Deer had just come out or had yet to come out. Yep. And great band, obviously. So I say I'm going to the bathroom, and then I'm going to go to uh, this park. I'm going to walk there without you. Mm-hmm. Line to the bathroom, just too crazy. Can't do it. Yep. Can't. Or there's another problem. There's some kind of Im- impediment for me going into this bathroom. So I don't, I don't know what I was thinking. I was just, I guess I just thought I would find a public bathroom somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, power walked through downtown Austin <laughs> to, uh, I believe, Butler Park. Uh, walking through the park. I, yeah, it, quite possibly the worst discomfort I've ever felt in my <laughs> life having to pee. Um, and I unfortunately, very unfortunately, peed on a tree yeah. in, in the park. And then, I mean, I don't know how good my memory is, but it could have been 10 more paces and I did find a... Uh, Porta John that, that I used <laughs> to relieve myself the rest of the way. I just, oh my. you know, the, the tree situation, I got out just enough to where I wouldn't like soil my pants. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that definitely was not good. Could have been arrested, could have been registered as a sex offender. Yeesh. Like very, very bad consequences for being in public. Uh, probably would have been better off just being in my pants. <laughs> Uh, and then I could have said I saw Childish Gambino with pee pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I had my phone out while you were doing this, Dan, but it's so I could more, most effectively tell this story. Sure, please. Um, unfortunately, I didn't find the information I was looking for, but I, I can do it anyway. Uh, Coachella, I believe this was the year 2011, probably. Uh, that, whatever year in the early 2010s that uh, Kanye West was the headliner. Maybe sure. 2008, something like that. Um, 2011 sounds right. It's post My Beautiful Dark yes. Twisted Fantasy. It was one of like the three shows that he played. It would be 11 or album. 12. Like, yeah, yeah. So that's 11. So I wanted a good spot for that. And everyone leading, all the acts leading up to that were, were people I either would really want to see or wouldn't mind seeing. Um, I think I walked up during Animal Collective as the sun was going down. I don't know the exact times, but you know. Bands uh, on the main stage there play for an hour, 70 minutes sure. for those sets at night. Most music festivals, the small stages during the day, you're getting like 30, 45 minute sets. Sure. Not fun. I mean, it is fun. Sometimes it's, it's nice. I, I mean, it, and, unless you like really, really want to see the person, yeah. but then you should just see them. It's, it's like a bummer a, whenever you've been set. looking forward to seeing like Japan Droids, like one of your favorite band, and they sure. play like six songs. Yeah. Like that's not <laughs> that fun. Yeah. Um, it's uh, whatever. And it's it's a, always fun. It's but. a quote unquote festival yeah. set so you're not getting the the good they're not and bringing out any b-sides folks. yeah and andy lives for the b-sides <laughs> ultimately i'm happy they collect that huge check that i'm sure they got sure. for playing those 30, oh, 30 or 40 minutes yeah. anyway i walked up there as animal collective was playing um they were playing with a full band which was cool last time i'd seen them it was three guys in the middle of the day uh and they were just like scrit scritting on some electronics and sure. it wasn't any fun and I saw them play with the band, and all four of them were there, uh, and they had a light show because the sun was going down, which is really cool. So slowly working my way up to the front. And I don't remember when, if, at this point whether I'd really So you're working your, let, Let's set the scenery for this. You're working your way to the front. 
Excuse me. People at music festivals say, excuse me, please. That's a thing that happens. <laughs> I mean, I do. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is as I'm pushing them out of yeah. the way. You've, it's more of a formality. You've seen on a few occasions when my crowd uh, righteousness kicks in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It's, it's your whole right wrong way to behave. It's Andy's gray Holt. <laughs> it's, it's his most intimidating form. Yeah. No, I mean, it's like you, you can't do that. You can't yeah. get yourself in front of a short person. You can't. It's rude. Um, anyway, uh, so I get up there and slowly working my way up and I watch their whole set, which is like 45 minutes to an hour, sure. 70 minutes. I don't know, something like that. And then Duran Duran is after them. So there's an hour off. So you just stand there in the crowd doing whatever. Oh, yeah. And there's an hour off. But I don't want to lose my spot. I'm, I'm alone, by the way. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to lose my spot. So I stay up there. And, it, you know, whenever the last, whenever the band stops, uh, people trickle away. And that's how you can, like, slowly oh, yeah. move forward. They're, they're <laughs> going pee. They're yep. getting drinks. Definitely. And uh, so I was probably, like, 637. Uh, they're going to see and then Peaches on another a, yeah. stage. Then 8 p.m. or something, Duran Duran comes on. I think they play for at least an hour. Great set. Sure. You know, they do a medley of James Bond themes, even though they only did one. <laughs> uh, but they do a medley of like six. And it's really just That's wonderful. Cool. It's really cool. Yeah. And then um, they're followed up by Kanye West, <laughs> like an hour okay. or an hour and a half later or uh-huh. something like that. I remember at that point, I had to go. I had to go. But mm-hmm. it's also like in the desert and you sweat. Yeah. Uh, even though it's in... Uh, April or I think it's in April or April or March that that time it's in the desert. So during the day it is brutally hot. Oh, you got to hydrate. Yeah, you got to hydrate, mm-hmm. Andy. And, which uh, means you're gonna have to pee. After Duran Duran, people trickle off, and I managed to get right up in front in front of not the front of the stage barrier, but this this like you know half circle that separates the pit area, which you have to wait in a special line to get into or have a special mm. pass to get into. So I'm up against the barrier from the pit area, and then in there's a little open area between these two sets of dividers. Uh, that separate the plebs in the back from mm-hmm. the people who get to be up in the pit. And then in, in that set of the dividers, it's wide open. And that's where the celebs with the true VIP, uh, you know, who have the true VIP yeah. experience. They get that's personal where they space. congregate. Yeah. yeah. Enough clout and, and money buys you personal yeah. space. And that's where the sub story to the P story happens is where I watched Kanye West next to David Hasselhoff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he just got right next to me. We were literally shoulder to shoulder. Except he was on one side of the boundary, and I was leaned with my like, you know, arms over it. <laughs> and he spent almost the entire set with the woman that he was with, who, to whom he's now married. Sure. I've been able to piece this together because I've seen pictures of them. I tried to find to see if anybody took a picture of them that I'm in because he just they were we were next sure, together yeah. for like an hour and a half. Um, they were they were looking at photos of a beach trip they took on their phone. He spent the whole time on his phone. Yeah. It was really weird. Uh, Kanye West said, I think there was a part where Kanye was right up above us on a like some kind of lift thing. Cherry picker. And he did look up. Yeah, cherry picker, exactly. We did look up, and I'd enjoyed that moment with uh, David Hasselhoff. But anyway. Um, but then, uh, you know, there's, whatever, 80,000 people at this festival. Mm-hmm. And there are acts that go on after Kanye West, but I have to go real bad. Oh, yeah. Real bad. And turns out it's, it's real difficult to, to get people out of, uh, like, a 30-foot entrance when you have 80,000 oh, yeah. 80, people. There's one exit. Out of there. I've definitely had some tight moments yeah. with peeing and in, in, uh, in trying to exit concerts. It's about, I w- I'm going to say about 45 minutes in line to get out, and 
I mean, in line walking to get out. I was on my feet this whole time also. Yeah. So day three of a three-day experience on my feet the entire time. And uh, exhausted. Get back to the car. Or my grandma's minivan, actually, because my grandparents live an hour and ten minutes away or something. So yeah, and she was there seeing drive. Slayer. Yeah. Uh-huh. Grandma Mary, she's in her 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, then I see that, oh, I, I passed the porta potties and 100 people deep, those oh, lines. Yeah. So I'm like, do I go try to get in the car line to leave, get out of here sooner? Because the cars don't fish, finish exiting Coachella, Dan, until mm-hmm. 5 or 6 a.m. Oh, yeah. Um, that's how long it takes. Every, well, I say every time. I haven't been since then, but it's they're notoriously poorly organized. It's in it the may take of, longer now. In the middle of a city, you yeah. know, in the middle of. A huge metropolitan area. Bad place for it to be. Yeah, it's not great. Um, And, well, I make it back to the minivan, and I got to pee so bad, Dan. Uh, I see that I'm not even going to be able to get in line. Nobody's going to let me in line Mm -hmm. and leave. And I parked close to the entrance, so I'm about as far from the actual exit as you can get. So I was like, you know what? I still got my water bottle. So sat in the the back of my grandma's van, relieved myself in a water bottle. Not proud of it, but I just left the water bottle sitting there uh, on the ground. Yeah, and yeah. then I slept in the van. I just slept. I just laid hey, down and slept in the go. van Ain't for about three hours. And when I woke up, at the sun wasn't coming up. The sun was up, and people were still leaving. Uh, but like the last of the what people in this section were leaving, so I was one of the last people to leave Coachella that year. Anyway, so that's my worst time i had to pee story i've got a friend who i don't want to out here on the show even though we are doing a bonus episode uh-huh. but, uh, uh he i've that man has peed at every concert i've ever seen I, i've seen him pee uh, like just in between parked cars oh yeah big one for him uh i can't do it saw him not worth the risk for pee me. in a beer can at a diant word concert I, I didn't see him do that i actually yeah. heard about that one i wasn't at that show uh don't care for Diane word all that yeah. much. Uh, Bonnaroo is a different story. Everyone just goes everywhere. Well, that's Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, that's on a farm, and it's not uncommon to just, I mean, dudes. Sure. To just see somebody up against a tent. A lot of alcohol, a lot, a lot, of, a lot of drugs okay. at that festival, uh, impairing people's decision making. <laughs> anyway, Dan, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. We didn't even expect to. Get all that. I I didn't have pee stories written mm-hmm. down for this week. I I guess it's time to get to the main to do this week, Andy, yep. and that's the preheat. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yep. You got to preheat this week. I sure do, Dan. Um, parking. Mm. Parking is my preheat word. Okay. It's exciting stuff. This is coming out before the one that we're doing. Correct. Here. Oh, yeah. Come we're going here. to surprise the, our, our guests who thought they were coming on for a Tower Club episode that if only a few people <laughs> would hear and are, in fact, going on the main feed with oh, that's right. several hundred people here. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, and I hope this doesn't give it away, Aug Press. Ooh. Looking to press your Aug? <laughs> yeah. I got my Aug pressed there. Okay. <laughs> Andy. Yep. College Street Cafe. Yep, we reviewed it earlier this year. Uh, was it this year? Was it last year? Um, it, it was November 2020, actually. Yep. It, it was, uh, well, we recorded it November 2020. It was an early uh, Dan Simber mm-hmm. episode. Yep. Uh, that pro- 
I'd say that was probably more difficult to put together than the the French fry yep. episode. That, a worse edit, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and th- the technical issues leading up to it. We went over that in another ta- uh, Tower Club episode. Sure. But man, I think we got a little. Maybe we're maybe the spring food curse is catching up with us. Maybe it's this yeah. place that's been around forever. It's coming back to uh, get us for all the places <laughs> that we've closed. Um, with just technical difficulties <laughs> and all that. Yeah, Dan, uh, it's a great restaurant. Really love it. I will say that the time I went in to pick up my order yesterday, mm. they just weren't even bothering to have the mask below the chin. They're just done with them. They're just done with the masks. I, I mean, I had I had both cases today whenever yeah. I... Uh, I mean, both uh, variant strains of the virus. <laughs> 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 whenever I picked up my fries. Uh, but yeah, you know, that was, that was about the same earlier. Um, man. I, you know, I just got chicken tenders today because mm. I'm thinking I might have a burger tonight. Man, that's what and I was going to get. No, it's okay. I've actually kind of swerved from it since I ate. I, I don't think I am going to have the burger now. Well, I've I already, I already went. Okay. I already went, so that's why I'm getting the burger because I already have like a big thing to talk about. Yeah, and I was afraid one of our guests might get the burger too. Yeah. But I, I've, got, I've got other ideas. Um, but I, I didn't go with the burger, but man, College Street Cafe, you know, before we even touch on those fries... Maybe some of the best onion rings in town, Andy. I don't. Yeah. I think that They're you so probably good. mentioned it on the episode, but I, I do, you know, depending on what happens with these French fries and their Look. pantheon placement, I I can safely say I, I'm ready to induct the onion rings. Mm. I think they belong in there. Okay. So uh, you know, okay. we'll, we'll 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 see where the fries go. But uh, yeah, we're you, doing you, another record tonight, so maybe we should just tease that whatever we decide at the end of this episode, we'll we'll do. And the next episode, we'll sure. do some inductions. Why not? Yeah, Andy, what what you went yesterday? I did. Would you like to get into what you had beyond the French fries? Sure. Dan, I had a double cheeseburger. Oh mm, my god, that sounds good. It was fantastic. It's it's my favorite burger in town. Yeah. I don't necessarily know that it's the best. It just feels special. You know, it's just this little kind of nondescript place uh, you kind of have to know is there. Sure. You know, it's, it doesn't get a lot of publicity. I saw Jeff Houghton out there oh, nice. repping uh, College Street Cafe on his little, on a project he's doing, spotlighting similar places, just small, cool places in Springfield. This is on his personal Facebook mm-hmm. he's doing that. It's not even a, you know, big public thing, I don't think. Anyway, um, best burger. I think it's my favorite burger in town. I don't know about best. Uh, also got some cherry pie, Dan. Ooh, I got a slice of cherry Andy. pie. This was on special that day. And uh, it was fine. You said, I'm, ladies, I got a warrant. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I said was, could I get a, a slice of cherry pie with that too? And um, she did not hear me. Uh, and so she said, and so she told me my total. I said, oh, um, could I get a slice of cherry pie with that too? And she was kind of annoyed because she'd just given me my total and uh-huh. would have been good for me to ask before that, which I did, uh-huh. but she didn't hear. So that's okay. And, you know, far be it for me to criticize someone for not hearing something. Uh, <laughs> 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 um, it was fine. The pie was okay. Sure. It, it was cherry pie. It tasted good. But I'm pretty sure it was just like a Pillsbury pre-made crust. Yeah. You know, it was perfectly crimped. And I, it's not the kind of place we're going to spend a lot of time getting that crimp right. No, no, I don't think so. Um, but Dan... The fries. The fries. We got to talk about them. You you know, we discussed it, I think, on air during the uh, Starch Madness, but uh, I, I, don't, I didn't have a great memory of the mm-hmm. fries. I remember enjoying pretty much everything there, and I knew that you were a big fan because 
you know, this whole this whole thing had been structured around it. We eliminated best of luck. Yeah. Best of luck beer hall, folks. I do think that fan, they might have fallen in the category of fancy. I know that you and I talked yeah. about that because they do have, like, some kind of tiny little leafy seasoning on there. Mm. Yeah. You know, maybe a little fancy. Yeah. I mean, they would have been right on Zach's route of chaos were they open. Oh, yeah. They would have been so easy. We could have just done all downtown fries, hit mm-hmm. up Riyadh. Man. That would have been a there's better idea. Those aren't great. Downtown and then Commercial Street. Man, that would have been easier. God. Anyway, wouldn't have been. Wouldn't have. <laughs> wouldn't have done the job though. <laughs> no, no, it wouldn't have. And the grotto wouldn't have uh, yep. uh, shined so hard. Both the, of our winners wouldn't have, wouldn't have even made the list. I wonder if the grotto would do well downtown. Oh man, uh, I don't know. I'd, I'd certainly go there more often. Get those blue cheese chips. I've got this theory. That you pretty much have to be on Walnut or South Street or the Square mm-hmm. to make it work downtown. Like all these other places haven't. All these places closed and they're not on the very main drag there, the high visibility. Yeah. I'm getting a call. No one calls me. Mm, is it about our fancy dinner reservation, I wonder? Oh, it probably was. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Shouldn't have canceled that. <laughs> I mean, declined. Anyway, uh, how did we get here? <laughs> We're talking about College Street Fries. Uh, should we start with the ratings? We didn't talk about how to structure talking about exclusively the fries at College Street Cafe. I, you know, I did go ahead and rate them. I, I don't know if we yeah. get into that right I now. I did too. The, the fries, I, just to give a rundown of them, yeah. they're standard cut. I don't think that they are house cut. I you feel don't? like they, I kind of feel like they're the freezer, French freezer fries huh. that are then dredged in something else because as you mentioned with the crimping on the pie Mm -hmm. they're they're a little too uniform a cut to 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 be done Mm in-house i think in like that small of a kitchen and wouldn't surprise me i don't know but it it does it has a light dusting of what i coined on the uh episode to be fry sand Mm -hmm. um it's usually corn like cornstarch batter cornstarch or flour Yeah. yeah one or the other yeah Schoolies is cornstarch. Yeah, they got a nice coloration, like the coloration on these. You know that you can see that the the cornstarch or the batter mm-hmm. has a little bit of like a of a reddish, just a slight reddish quality. That's a little different from the just the potato yellow, the dark potato yeah. yellow for the rest of the fry. So you can see the different, you know, you can see the different textures mm-hmm. that you're going to taste once you eventually put it in your mouth. I think they're very good looking fries. I see them and they make me want to eat them. They're, they're quite appealing. Yeah. They are very good looking. Um, they look great next to a burger. Man, visuals probably would have been a good category too. <laughs> yeah, eh, it is. Eh, I don't think so. I don't Grease think flavor. Fit. I don't oil think they have flavor. to look good to taste good. I think oil flavor could yeah. have been one, maybe the replacement for F factor. I was thinking about that earlier in the car. Yeah, I mean, we're just flavor. Nah. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess let's let's go ahead and rank these bad boys. All right. Okay. College Street Cafe. Outer texture, Andy. Outer texture, Dan. I'm going to go 4.5. I went 4. 4. And now I oh, I was really trying to think about it. I did. So I ordered an order of chicken tenders for my lovely girlfriend, mm-hmm. an order of chicken tenders for me, and a side order of fries just for the car, Andy. Yeah. Didn't have them all in the car. Yep. But I, I couldn't even have a compromised fry that had touched against some chicken tenders. That's how dedicated I am, folks. Um, had these immediately in the car. And I think what I came up with is 
a, a crunchy, crunchy fry mm-hmm. or a crunchy cooked potato, I guess, you're going to get your teeth are going to cut it. Mm. They're going to cut straight through and maybe it's going to shatter. And if it's just below crunchy, where or you know where I think these fries were, yep, it's gonna it's gonna pinch. You're gonna pinch the entirety <laughs> of the fry, and your teeth are going to create what is l- kind of like the uh, butt end of a uh, of a toothpaste tube with the fry, rather than a clean slice or, of course, a crunchy shattering. Yes. Uh, so that's why I gave them four. Okay. So what? Okay, so you just described only them and not a bunch of different options. Yeah, yeah, just okay. them, and then what I would say is a five as as far as outer texture. Yeah, I'm with you on what the what the five should be. Um, these aren't quite aren't quite as crunchy as, as I like. Yeah. Um, and my memory my memory of them was that they were the crunchiest. So that's what I was expecting was the crunchiest fry we try was going to be College Street. They weren't quite there, but I still. Really liked them a lot. Really good. Really Andy, good. Andy, how about that inner texture? Inner texture? Going four on the inner texture. Also went four. Um, it, there's not... What I think I learned from this is that I like crunchy on the outside, but I also want a fair amount of creamy potato on yeah. the inside. I want both. You need both. Oh, absolutely. So would you... You said four? I went four as well. Okay. I, I totally agree with you. Seasoning? Yeah. I think I have to go 3.5, yeah. Andy. Yeah. I think after I tasted the seasoning on all these different fries, this one could have used just a little, even just a little more salt. I'm going four because they're just a salt fry. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's a, just about the right salt level. Sure. Uh, and again, that could vary trip to trip by who's cooking uh, or what kind of day they're having. But uh, I, I, it's a four for me. Mm-hmm. It's a four for me. F factor? F factor. Five out of five for me. Yep. Uh, you know, get. Y- you probably got one of the oldest fry laters in town, and that's just gonna like that. You know that that is gonna add something. The the kind of oily flavor to these um, just tasted kind of like a delicious hash brown. I, I I think that even despite them not being seasoned enough, I just couldn't stop shoveling them into my mouth. So had to be five on the F factor. Yeah. So Dan. What'd you give him on the? You give him five on the. I F give him factor? five on the F sure. factor. Wow! So let's go over our scores one more time, Please. just to make sure I got them right. I said four point five outer texture. Mm-hmm. You said four. I said inner texture, four. Mm-hmm. You said I also said four. Four. Okay. Ah. And why don't you run us down the next one? Um, seasoning. I said four. Okay. And what did you say? I also no. You said three point five for seasoning. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I said three point five for seasoning. Okay. You said four. I believe. <laughs> yeah, this is such such so great to listen to. I'm sure. Uh, well, they couldn't get enough of it on the last episode. <laughs> and then for F factor, we both gave it fives. Okay, so I already Dan. know they're not. It's not coming in first. Score. All together, both of our scores added together and divided by two. Wow. 17, Dan. Wow. 17. So, wow. Is that going to be third or fourth place? Wow, Dan. Let's see. I believe that's going to place it at 
third place. Yeah. Third place. And that's totally, I mean, I, I'm fine with that mm-hmm. because I, those big whiskeys fries were very good. Mm-hmm. They were very good. The grotto fries had everything going for them. They we were weren't great. like, we weren't mad at the whole excursion yet. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't tainted in any way by that. that. They, no were, they were no difference for me. But big whiskey was at the end. Well, that's what I was thinking because yeah. I, I was thinking maybe we were just so excited to have it done with. But also those big whiskey fries, they were the crunchiest. They were the crunchiest. They were the crunchiest. Yeah, I think the grotto fries were probably the best seasoned. Um, I'm I'm totally okay with those rankings. Yep. So that's going to be 17 for called Street Cafe. And look, we knew it was called Street Cafe. Uh, it wasn't a blind taste test, which is unfortunate. Sure. And I kind of suspect if it was a blind taste test, we, we might have ranked it lower. I you know? also Which feel is why way. it should have been blind. Yeah. So, you know, all things considered, third place with 17. The Grotto had 17.5. Mm. And Big Whiskey took first place yeah. with 18.75. Just crushed yeah. the competition. And I, you know, Zach from pretending to be people who does not allow his last name to be said mm-hmm. on the show. Not your brother. Uh, he list, he's in uh, South Korea right now, and he listened uh, during the day uh, for him, which is, you know, nighttime, early morning time for <laughs> us. And I, when I woke up at 520, he had already commented back on my original Fry Post, <laughs> LOL, uh, in response. So he had heard the episode and knew that his suggestion had been the number one pick. And Dan... I think we got to do it. I think it's 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 a justified winner. I think I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think there is an item from Big Whiskey. So oh yeah, that has to go in the Pantheon. I totally agree, Andy. Um, I almost got them for lunch yesterday just to have them to compare against the College Street Cafe, uh, but. The fact is, there was nothing else on Big Whiskey's menu that I wanted yep. to put my mouth around nope. uh, for the price, but the fries are are, are perfect. So. so stay tuned. Yep. On Tuesday, Let's do it. we're going to do that, and because we're not inducting the College Street fries, that leaves us room to induct the College Street onion rings. Wow, yeah. Andy. Mm. Yep. Right. You, you love whenever a beautiful thing comes together. Mm-hmm. You sure do. Oh, what time is it? It's only four thirty-four. We got plenty of time. Oh, let's do it, yep. Andy. Are are we are we completely done with on College Street Cafe? I think I am. Well, I, I think we did it too. I'm not, Andy. Oh, so hold your okay. freaking horse. I'm sorry, bud. You didn't tell me you got more. <laughs> oh, I got more. Uh, I did have my girlfriend rank them without uh, really telling her what the scale, all, all of the factors of it meant. Uh, but she did give it threes across the board uh, on the fries. Mm. Um. I don't know that she had the full scale right now, knowing that uh, a three was just like barely liked it. But uh, yeah, hey, she's a picky lady. That's how she ended up with a guy like me. <laughs> uh, what have you been eating with your eyes and ears? And oh, crap. I forgot. There was another thing I wanted to get into. Oh, please. I think we forgot on the original College Street episode to talk about how the walls have been signed by people. Oh, in Sharpie. yeah. Uh, and I don't know how long this has been going on. The corner I was in, it looked like the oldest ones on there were only from 2018, so it doesn't seem like that long huh. of a tradition. They may paint it over sure. and do it again. Absolutely. Um, and I, I did take a little picture of it, but uh, uh, as I was scanning the wall, it's most all just like signatures and a date and a couple like 
outliers here and there. And somebody had like in the best handwriting on the whole wall and in like a like delicate little bubble and like with some hearts, like real, you know, kind of intricate work. They had written uh, the I'm not even going to say it, but it's the it's the line from the help. It's like the thing that the maid says in the help to the the girl that she's watching. And I, I think people have taken that like as a mantra uh, from the book and the film. You're going to have to tell me what that is when we get done. Oh, it, it's 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 she says you is good. You is beautiful. You is uh, intelligent or something. It's it's horrible. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. horrible. Made, hearing um, it made me long for death. I know. It's it's bad. Uh, um, but somebody had written that just so sincerely and like put this all this delicate work around it and then right next to it in perfect signature font like it was somebody's signature um i'm not going to say the full thing uh but somebody signed their name and their first name was d's (laughs) (laughs) d-e-e-z and it was such perfect signature font and right next to the help quote uh shout out to you mr d's yeah (laughs) (laughs) shout out to you you're 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 a a king amongst men Uh, i saw a thing on twitter (laughs) today somebody you know there's all these like right-wing pundits who are encouraging people not to get vaccinated and asking for people who have had who've gotten sick like email me if you've gotten sick Mm -hmm. and somebody you know some twitter person said uh i got sick after i took the bofa vaccine (laughs) 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 and if the person Uh. walked right into it and that uh, stuff never gets old. It's so dude. good. It's it like, never wh- gets which old. one is the, wh- uh, what's the Bofa vaccine? Is the person it's, ju- it, it's been funny since I was a kid. And if you yeah. don't know what Andy's talking about, <laughs> just Google it for yourself. <laughs> oh boy, Andy. eyes and ears are is that what we're doing? Yeah, lead it off. Um, I have been on an action movie kick. Been sure. watching a lot of action movies, Dan. I did watch Zack Snyder's Justice League. Thought it was really good. Yeah. Really enjoyed it. I'm still only through the first chapter, but I, I yeah. was surprised and, uh, uh, you know, I, I was pretty happy to hear that you liked it. I, it made yeah. me a little more excited to watch it. Wildly self-indulgent, but like sure. we, nothing like this has really existed on this scale. It's yep. just like what one person wanted a thing to be. And I think that's pretty cool, even if it's not like my favorite kind of thing. Yeah. And also like uh, shout out Ray Fisher. Yeah. He's great <laughs> in it. And, and, and who got, who did. Yeah maybe gets a career in Hollywood again. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, whole story uh, that was cut out of the movie and he's really good yeah. and it's a kind of cool silly story. Yeah. 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 And it's almost insidious that it was yeah. cut out. Mm-hmm. Uh, almost. Are, those, <laughs> it is insidious. Yeah. Watched Under Siege starring mm. Steven Seagal or rather I mm. finished it. I think I started it watched I, half of it. I think you started it Within the <laughs> bounds of the last yeah. <laughs> I finished it bonus like, episode. I finished it on the 22nd like a week <laughs> after. Watched Speed the other night, which sure. I hadn't seen since I was a kid. Yeah. So Love fun. Speed. Love Speed. A lot of fun. I mean, whenever Dennis Hopper's your villain. Like, yeah. How, oh, how are you going to go wrong? There's this moment. The best moment in the entire movie. It's very sad. It's like this moment when Jeff Daniels knows he's going to die. Oh, yeah. Very and like, beginning of the movie, isn't it? It's two-thirds of the or way no, through. No, no, no. Yeah, that's, that's the, the bridge. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I just spoiled Speed. Okay, whatever. Um and he it's he doesn't look he looks just off camera he's looking at something in particular that he knows he messed up mm-hmm. and he's he's going to die in, in a split second and it's like just some of the best acting it's like split second acting sure. it's like everything is right there on his face it's incredible uh last night i watched a new leaf which mm. is the first uh, elaine may movie from 1972 stars walter matthau as a like lothario who has 
uh, he's run out of trust fund money, and he's come up with this plan to marry a woman, to find a rich woman and marry her, uh, and he has to do it in like seven days or something. And it's a farce. In a, it, oh, he's going to marry her and then murder her. Uh, that's oh, the plan. Okay. Okay. But like, uh, it becomes this movie that's kind of in a, it's a very insincere movie because people don't really behave like real human beings. But in this weird way, it's also like very sincere about how relationships can sometimes work. Sure. And like making concessions and uh, <laughs> kind of deciding to change the way you operate for the sake of another person, you know? And it's really and it's an interesting, really interesting movie to like talk about and think about, and it hasn't left my mind since I saw it. It's also very funny, but it's funny and it has jokes, but the the jokes aren't paced in a way that jokes are in comedy movies today, where it's like um, quantity over quality. Sure, you know the best comedies are quantity with quality, like both. Yeah, this just has like eight incredible jokes. <laughs> um, like I'll spoil one. Like I said that the Walter Matthau once Elaine May plays the woman he's courting. And she's a botanist, and she's, you know, for lack of a better word, just about as ditzy as a person can be. Just a clutch, constantly spills sure. stuff. And um, she, they're on their honeymoon, and the whole gag is the whole time on their honeymoon, he's researching different methods of murder. So he's, he's in the front of the frame, and he's reading this book um, that says, it's like methods of toxicology or something <laughs> like that, or the history of toxicology. And that's taking up, like, the whole left side of the frame. And in the back, she's like, she has tied herself to a rope around her waist and is like trying to find this plant on a cliff. They're standing like next, they're yeah. next to a cliff. And it's so funny because he could just clearly push her off this cliff. Ah. And uh, I don't know. He's it's too busy reading about it, how to poison yeah, her. Exactly. It's very, <laughs> very funny. But the, the, uh, it's just there on the screen for like a solid 45 seconds. And that's the joke. <laughs> and it just, it just lets you live in that moment for that long. And Walter Matthau. I watched him taking a Pelham one, two, three. I think I probably talked about that in the last episode. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize he's an incredible actor. Yeah, he's great. So good. Not just a grumpy old man or yeah. shaking his fist at Dennis the Menace. Mm -hmm. I mean, he he plays like a a guy who has no sense of how the, a, very, a man who's so rich that he has no sense of how the real world works in this movie. Yeah. It, it's, so, it's so good. It's so good. I, I might rewatch it again this week. He's I, also really good at being a grumpy old yeah. man and shaking his fist <laughs> at Dennis the Menace. Yeah. So that's what I've been watching. I don't think I've been listening to a, to a whole lot of new stuff since the last time we talked. How about you? I watched an equally sophisticated comedy, uh, Bad Trip, on yeah. Netflix. Can't wait to recently. see uh, Hour and 26 minutes. Perfect time. It's a prank movie. Mm -hmm. Just a, a, almost like Borat, but even I think it does a little better job of like following just uh, this narrative, the loose narrative that they've built. Oh, man, it's so good. I laughed so, so hard during some of the moments and it really was slapping my knees. And at the end, you get to see like the immediate uh, aftermath of every prank where the person comes out with the like film shutter and tells everybody that they've been involved in a scene and you uh -huh. can see everybody be relieved uh, which is also really nice it was a great like uh, you know like blooper reel to the very end of the credits which was <laughs> also present in the other movie I watched in these last two weeks which was Diary of a Mad Black Woman mm. um, watched it to uh, keep up with the uh newcomers podcast with nicole byer and lauren lapkus me, me and my girlfriend had talked about doing that and uh i don't know that we're going to keep on uh 
yeah. keeping up with the podcast because they think it's a little too good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're a little too happy with some of it. Sure. Man, that movie is wild, Andy. Have you ever seen that? I haven't, but my parents love the love Tyler Perry movies. Yeah. I mean, it, <laughs> he, he really, you know, he really carved out a market for himself. This one's not directed by him. It's just oh. based on one of his plays okay. written by him. And he is on screen for 90% of the movie because he plays Medea, of uh-huh. course, as you know. He also plays Grandpa Joe. Uh-huh. Uh, who is Medea's husband. And whenever Medea's not on screen, you better bet Grandpa Joe's <laughs> on screen. And then whenever neither Medea or Grandpa Joe are on screen, he is playing a sincere character as Tyler Perry, a lawyer who may be the only unflawed character in the movie <laughs> and like gets to uh, d- deliver like the lesson uh, to everybody, uh, almost to camera. And then... <laughs> The, the the movie's certainly it's too long it's it's almost i think it's like an hour and 56 minutes yeah and uh about a little over an hour and a half in it does turn into a korean revenge movie what uh she the the titular mad black woman uh her her ex-husband or it's they're still currently married he he was abusive and he he suffers a a gunshot because he he's also a lawyer and one of his clients, he can't get off a big drug case, so the client shoots him in court, and then he he's paralyzed. Yeah, not not for long. The power of God does bring him to not be paralyzed by the end of it. But while he is <laughs> completely paralyzed from the neck down, uh, she proceeds to torture him. She punches him right in the face, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. just in his wheelchair. She pushes him into a filled bathtub and you just kind of see him flop around like a fish uh (laughs) it truly it is so unsettling and if you put like the score to i saw the devil over it Uh it would be it would be right up there with any korean revenge film uh not to say that she didn't have a right to revenge for for the things she did but uh that's often how those revenge films go you know Mm mm-hmm on the whole, not great. <laughs> Didn't <laughs> love it. Uh, also been playing a little Final Fantasy VII Remake. That's oh, been yeah. fun. Get the PS, uh, the PS Plus. Yeah, yeah, it was my free game. I bought it. Mm-hmm. I bought it the month before that. Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah. This happens. Got into something else. Mm-hmm. I played through the first the first version. Yeah. And uh, too long. <laughs> this it's version, very long. Too long. Well, this is maybe only one fourth of that. Yeah. Maybe but, don't <laughs> take the first five hours of a game and turn it into. Uh-huh. 100 hours. Uh-huh. Uh, not that fun when you already know where the story is going. <laughs> I think it's only supposed to be like 40 to 50, and they oh. might take some turns. But I had never uh, uh, really gotten even past that first part yeah. in the original Final Fantasy VII. So I was pretty excited. Yeah. I do have it on full, like, as low as you can go easy mode. Sure. But boy, I, I'm love. Uh, the combat system is really cool. graphically stunning. The yeah. combat system is cool. Yeah. I did get the high score on my darts board yeah. uh, the other day with Cloud throwing darts <laughs> there. Um, you, you, I haven't told you what I've been playing, Dan. I don't know. I'm playing Sekiro. Shadows oh, Die Twice. There's a rumor that that's going to be next once. I game. bought that game at full price <laughs> and then heard that rumor from the person who encouraged me to buy it, Jake. Yeah. Uh, I think it's not true, though. I think they said it's going to be Civ 6 today. Oh, okay. It probably won't be that. Um, It's very hard, which Mm -hmm. is the whole deal, and addictive, 
and uh, I don't like boss fights. Uh-huh. It's not my favorite part of games. I like exploring. I like regular battles where you can just, you know, maybe you die every occasionally, but it's it's not that it's. I, I like it a little easy, mm. but I, I like to be challenged a little bit. So, uh, what uh, what did I pay sixty dollars for? The hardest game of the last decade. Yeah, also, having a good time, enjoying mm. it. Cr- like it's so satisfying. The combat system is so satisfying mm-hmm. and kind of simple too. Yeah. Um, it's just you have to master these algorithms of these bosses. And it's I already struggle sleeping. And I have to like say, I'm just gonna stop playing Sekiro at nine o'clock. Yeah. Because a couple times I started playing it, I don't know, three weeks ago or whatever. Uh I get stuck because the game is just thirty minutes of exploring, and then a boss fight that takes you three days to mm-hmm. beat. Or a mini boss that takes you three days to beat. Oh, yeah. Have you played it? No, but yeah. I'm familiar with the souls yeah. type stuff. Um but when you finally do feels really good. Oh, I bet. And that is where they get you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I've never I've never made it past any any of the bosses in, yeah. in any of those types of games. Yeah. I, I also if it if it ends up being free, I will definitely get it and probably play it. Uh, also been playing the Friday the thirteenth game, mm. Andy, because it was five dollars. It maybe still is, and if it is, I would encourage you to get it. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. if only so that we can play together with a little group of people. It is not fun to play solo. Oh. Uh, playing as Jason solo, just killing camp counselors, is very sadistic. I did it for like one round, and it made me a little queasy. Oh. But getting to chase after your friends and hear them scream uh, mm, okay. and, and, and like throw them into the lake and uh, out windows and stuff, sure, that is so much fun. Yeah. Sekiro, it's not not queasy. <laughs> well, sure. Very violent. I mean, at least <laughs> there you're like fighting like a beast. Yeah. I, I was playing as Jason, like just killing innocent mm-hmm. people. Yeah, sure. Oh, well, I guess that makes <laughs> yeah, sense. It was yeah. awful. I killed this like I, I killed this monk who I'd spent three hours doing this monk fight mm-hmm. before I figured out monks oh, famously people who need taken uh, down a these bag. monks did. <laughs> and, Bad monks. Uh, and like after you you beat him, he's on the ground twitching. Uh-huh. Don't care for that. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. They really, they really. You know, it's it's. Sometimes the graphics are too good. Uh-huh. Maybe he should just dissolve, like like other bad guys yeah. in other games do. Mm-hmm. No, you need to know they they make you really you know revel, not revel. Sure, uh, they rub your nose in your actions in a lot of these games. They rub your nose in your actions, and also like. You know who want you? You want to make something that looks realistic, and you want to make something that looks gnarly because yeah. you're you grew up watching Tom Savini and stuff, <laughs> and and now you're developing video games, this, and it's like I'm gonna make the gnarliest thing anybody's ever seen. There's this one where you you fight this giant bull who's got these big horns that are on fire, nice. and when you slash the bull, the bull gets cut, uh-huh. and the cut stays there. Don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't feel good. I mean, I also yeah. do like. I did enjoy taking care of that bull after two hours. I get it. That was fun. Yeah. I don't like fighting dogs in Final Fantasy, even oh, if they yeah. are the big, mean Shinra dogs. Mm-hmm. I, I think I should just be able to pet them and yeah. make them docile. There are dogs in Sekiro also, yeah. and in Last of Us. Uh, oh, well, which La- is, Last uh, of Us—that's a whole different, the most brutal thing. dog game. Yeah, yeah I that, think that one's just. <laughs> um, maybe I don't like. Yeah, I do like games. I'm not doing this. Would never do this stuff in real life. You know, sure. it's a survival, whatever, yeah. in the game. All right, we gotta go. We gotta we gotta make our reservation. Let's do it. It's 25 minutes. So, all right, we'll see everyone uh, Tuesday when we talk about this meal we're about to go have. Yep, absolutely. Bye see bye.
Yeah.